Well, everyone who listens to Radio Entrepreneurs, we want to welcome you back. I guess we're technically out of the summer. I don't want to admit that myself. Uh, my name again is Jeffrey Davis. And, uh, you know, we're going to reach all the way across the globe for our next interview to show that we have no limitations to our desires to talk to entrepreneurs. We're going to talk to Dr. Abraham George, Dr. George, we call him, founder of Shanti Bhavan Children's Bhavan. Project. Shanti Bhavan, yes. Uh, sorry. Children's Project. Welcome, Dr. George. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you for inviting me. So why don't you tell us about your organization and then we'll get into some background of yourself because it's quite an interesting background. Well, I am uh, in a remote village as uh, uh, you can imagine, remote as, as much as you can imagine. Uh, we are surrounded by villages. I work for a institution or a foundation called Shanti Bhavan. It is a foundation that runs a number of things, but the main thing is a, a school for children from very deprived backgrounds. Most of them are what they call in India, the lowest caste or the Dalits. And our mission is to bring them up from the age of four all the way through college and even graduate school and make them immensely successful professionally. And hopefully they will be good human beings as well because we are bringing them up in our school. It's a day, It's not a day school, it's a, a boarding school. Now, uh, you know, people think of boarding schools as uh, not the most exciting thing, but in our case, uh, the parents are extremely poor. They, they can't afford to bring up a child. Many of them have three, four, five children. And so we take care of them in everything. And uh, our expectation is that they will be uh, professionally successful to carry their own families and others and uh, do good to the to humanity. Now, again, you live in a very different society than probably what most Americans over here are used to. So explain why you picked the geography of those local towns versus so that our audience can understand why this was important to you. Well, let me go back a little bit. I am an American. Um, I have been living in the United States for 56 years. And some 28 years ago, I made a decision to leave my business, everything I had been working on, and um, look for a place where, where I can contribute to um, the injustice that prevails in different parts of the world. Um, injustice uh, perpetuated on people uh, of so-called, uh, you know, lower castes in India and so on. So I, I believe that the reason the, those people remain at the bottom is not because they don't work hard, it is because they don't have the opportunity. And having been brought up in America, literally 56 years, I understood that what I need to do is to give opportunity to children from the most deprived segment of the society and bring them up in such a way they can compete in the marketplace anyway. So today, uh, the children from homes that are no more than a 10 feet by 10 feet uh, hut uh, with no toilet, no running water, 
uh, they are studying, some of them are studying in Stamford, Duke, Middlebury, Dartmouth, University of Chicago, name any of these top schools. Uh, there are 12 of them studying there. It has never happened in the history of India where uh, children from this segment of the society uh, can do that. Now, I ended up here because of just that someone knew me and said, why don't you come to the Silicon Valley of India, which is Bangalore, you know, uh, and uh, we'll help you. And I didn't like uh, setting up anything in the middle of prosperity. So I took a, a car and traveled uh, some distance, ended up in a remote place. My driver said, this is one of the poorest neighborhoods, poorest parts of the country. Uh, where there is female infanticide that is killing uh, girls uh, when they are born, and the absolute poverty among many people. And so I, I felt this is the right place. I didn't know anything about this place. I couldn't even talk the language uh, they spoke. And I set up uh, Shanti Bhavan uh, in this remote village. Well, that's just, that's just a very nice... Uh human story. Uh, how did you, before I get to my next question, how did you pick the name? You know, in Hindi, Shanti means peace. Bhavan means haven. So Shanti Bhavan is haven of peace. Very nice. Now, how do you fund, fund this program for these young people? And how many do you have in the program at one time? Well, right now we have 300 or so children living here. It's a boarding school, so they live here. And some 80 staff also live here, teachers, uh, caregivers, and security guards, and everyone else. So some 400 people live in the campus. Now, there are some 200 others in colleges and in, in elsewhere, in India, as well as in the United States, and some, some other countries too. So we, we fund colleges only to the extent that uh, the colleges don't give them scholarship. You know, if they're deficient, we make up. Now, how did I fund it? Um, fortunately, I had a good career in America. Um, I was the peak of my career when I decided that uh, I I want to do some social good and uh, and help people who didn't have the opportunity as I had. Uh, coming to the States and uh, making it uh, successful. So that's how I ended up here. Uh, I made some money. I sold my company to a Fortune 500 company called SunGuard. Um, and the money I had, I put it here in starting this school. We run a hospital. We run a number of other social projects, including a journalism school for uh for those who uh, want to pursue a career in the media. Now, uh, I may have missed it, but moving forward, how do you continuously, I've been involved with schools myself and the acquisition of a school at one point in another country. How do you, how do you look at funding for the program moving forward? Is it all through you? Okay. The, 
there, is, there are two parts to that question, answer to that question. Um, after 15 years of funding it entirely myself, building all the infrastructure and everything else, um, I ran into financial difficulties with the uh, with the financial crisis of 2008, I lost practically all my wealth. So I was in big trouble. Um, and I'm talking about tens of millions of dollars I lost. And uh, so I reached out for help. And uh, interestingly enough, I, we have more donors, donors from the United States than from India. And... Uh, uh, the word of Shanti Bhavan uh, has spread all over the world with a Netflix documentary that came out about our school called Daughters of Destiny. And it won one of those Emmy Awards for uh, television with a conscience. Um, and that spread all over the place. So we got a lot of uh, people who wanted to support us and still continue to do that. So we, we're just opening a second Shanti Bhavan. Now, for another 350 children, uh, and that's where I am. Now, going forward, we have been trying to create an endowment, uh, that interest on which the school will run perpetually. Uh, we have to do the same thing for the second school. Uh, the first school, we, are, we have uh, created almost 80% of our needs, so 20% more funding is needed, a uh, few million dollars more. Uh, and so the interest on which we'll be able to run the school perpetually. But the second school, you know, we are still constructing the infrastructure. So there's a lot of money there. Then we have to start all over again from the very beginning to create an endowment fund. Well, I know that's very important. As I said, I was once involved with a school uh, in another country. And the, the issue was how to, you know, keep it going beyond the founder's generation. So I find this all very interesting and what you're doing is very important. If people want to know more, uh, Dr. George, about what you're doing and they want to find you, the documentary would help too. How would they find you? Well, the easiest way is to Google my name, Abraham George, and you are going to find a whole lot of things about the school. Uh, or you can Google on Shanti, S-H-A-N-T-I, Shanti, Bhavan, B-H-A-V-A-N, Shanti Bhavan, and you will find uh, dozens of sites. So you can easily find uh, by either way. Now, I would urge uh, your audience to look up Netflix for the film Daughters of Destiny. Daughters of Destiny, it's a beautiful film. Um, and uh, it took Netflix seven years to produce it. Uh, and it has uh, done extremely well. Well, uh, I'm a big Netflix fan, and uh, I will definitely be watching it. I haven't watched it yet, but I promise you I will. I want to thank you for being on Radio Entrepreneurs today. I know we're at a different, a dramatically different time zone. We hope you come back again. Uh, yes. And, and uh, you, we appreciate what you're doing and how you're helping these uh, young people build a future. Remind everybody this is Radio Entrepreneurs.